All right, here's my intro. You you edit this in uh, appropriately. You're gonna it's it's a little sing song segment. Edit this in. Hey, welcome to the where do we begin pod? Cast podcast pod pod podcast. The theme song. What up, everybody? Welcome to uh huh. What? What? I don't know. Ah, my head. Oh, he's transforming. Oh. The Lucky Charms had a really delayed effect. Oh, it's been like six months. <laughs> what's happening? You feel your tadpole squirming beneath your oh, eyeball. We can't talk about that we game. Did, we already did that one last month. Well, that's not talking about a game. It's my life now. <laughs> you put a tadpole Authority. in your head. I use my illithid wisdom to make about talk about Baldur's Gate 3. He hasn't even played it still. No, oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> we, Fuck. The, the rest of us beat it. We beat Baldur's Gate <laughs> That's 3. That's true. We, we did beat it. Yeah, we it. did. I Hey, I have the game. It's I'm going to play it when I feel like it. The real reason I did that, I don't know why I, like, stemmed into Baldur's Gate mode, uh, but disclaimer for this podcast, I'm not Wayne today. I'm not. I'm someone else. I'm something else. I feel... Oh, I don't know what's wrong. Why, I don't know what's why, going on. What, what, why, why? You might hear some You might hear some hacking, some hemming, some, some noises. You sound like a pig. Something's wrong. I'm very pig-like. I'm hogging... <laughs> what about like, impish? Do you feel impish as well? I, I have to... I think I have to... I think I have to give host, host duties to Belp today because I'm like... You can't count on me. To do anything today, like what well, I have to this be is, the host. I, here, I'm scared for all of your safety. I'm gonna chain myself to the wall. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's, but, but that's fine. But we're we're still gonna have you mic'd up. You're still gonna be on. Yeah, I mean, we'll just put the microphone there. Yeah, I'm still I'm still gonna participate. I'm still gonna participate. I just don't want to kill any of you. That would make me so sad. I'm having a dark urge. I gotta be the host. Damn. Mm-hmm. I still feel. I still. I still am kind of low key. I'm still kind of mad. You guys love me high and dry. That episode I had to do alone. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a famous. I think we're, we're the only podcast that's ever done that. How could yeah. I ever know? I wasn't there. We're the only podcast that's unperfect. Has is there any other podcast where like only one guy showed up and everyone else flaked? That was, uh, it was just bad timing. That's like that post about the grandpa who made seven burgers for all his kids, but only one kid showed up. Yeah, I know. I was ready to record with but four who's the grandpa? wonderful friends. Who's our podcast grandpa? I think it's the audience why in don't, that case, Why don't right? we have, like, we should get of like, we should get a new member of the group that's, like, three times as old as us. What would we talk about with them? Wouldn't that be dope? I mean, we could find, like, an 80-year-old man that loves, like, video games and, like, smoking weeds and, like, uh, I think you're describing stuff. a 30-year-old. You, you want to get Willie Nelson for a podcast? I just, let's get an old man. I'm Googling old man for available. Uh, yeah, let's just, all right, Google. What do you got for us? Old man for I Googled sale. old man for available, and it's telling me how to watch the old man on Roku, which is apparently a show. Uh, well, <laughs> dude, streaming has fucked everything up. What a, that's a terrible name for a series. The old man season one. Fuck you. Like, I don't want to watch that shit. And this guy's not even old. Look at this shit. 
Look, like, if fucking y'all at home, you're not gonna be able to see this. What? Come on. Just look it up yourself. Okay, he looks like he's 40. Yeah, that's, that's not the old. old man. I need an octogenarian, motherfucker. Well, okay, well, maybe, though, maybe it's called that. But you did say it was season one. Maybe he gets older. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's like boyhood, but about a man getting old. What? I'd watch that. Like, like the the lineage of of the streaming service original series is getting like warped and warped. It's it's got like a Habsburg bloodline because yeah. like you look at you start from like the Netflix Squid Game or whatever. Uh, you go to HBO Max with whatever they have. I don't even know what they have. You get farther and farther out, and you go to you go to like what what was it called like Quibi Tubi with the 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 golden arm woman, and then here's old man who's not that old. Well, Quibi Quibi is the TV channel that all the characters got shot because they didn't get paid twenty five hundred dollars. Well, what was what was the one that had all the like three minute long shit that made no sense? It was like Quibble. Tubal? That was no. that was Quibi. No wait, Quibi. Quibi, I think Quibi and Quibi, Quibi are yeah, two yeah. different things. It is. Quibi it is. is the kids. Quibi is the kids' TV channel where every character got shot in yeah, the face due to the and, negligence of their audience. Is a real shame. Yeah, because the the children couldn't pay twenty five hundred dollars, and this is their fault. Good luck uh, uh, the, figuring out what the fuck we're talking about. Quibi, Quib, Quibi, Quibble is the that's the streaming. Yeah, service. that lasted yeah, for like whatever. eight months. Nobody needs to remember that name. Nah, we're fine. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is the where to begin. Wait, wait. <laughs> I fucked yeah. the name up. I'm leaving. I'll have to break my chains and re-become host because Bob can't remember our podcast name. Welcome to the Who Are We podcast. <laughs> Who yeah. are we podcast? Who are we? <laughs> Who are we? I don't know. Uh, am I am I not the best podcast host ever? I can't even remember the. <laughs> we've been doing we've been doing this for like five years and i don't i can't even remember i can't even say the name of the fucking podcast welcome to the where do we begin podcast i'm balp i'm wayne i'm trog and i'm log you know i've got some sh- i've got some shit to talk today oh there's on assignment to say yeah. right here that's not what he sounds like hey everybody i got hit by a shrink ray there is enduring a storm right now no he got hit by a shrink ray Gur got From the clouds, and he lives in the only <laughs> state that is getting hit by a hurricane right now. I mean, met, like Mexico just proved aliens are real. A, a UFO came by and shot him with a shrink ray, and now he's all small and, and shriveled he, up. Now he can, and like you heard him a few seconds ago, because he's so small, he only has enough energy to say like three sentences, and then he has to go to bed for the day. Good night, Master Gur. If you're t- listening to the podcast, if you're listening to the podcast right now, please say out loud, "Good night, Master Gur. Sweet dreams." And you have to say it out loud. He's so sweet and cute in his Polly Pocket bed. Aww. That's great. Dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop him in a bucket of water. <laughs> I'm picking him up like I'm picking him up like a roller coaster tycoon 2 guest. He hates being, he hates being <laughs> wet in somebody else's face. You That's true. That. Well, you can't do that now to him. Now he'll be wet in his own grave. Sorry, Master has been shrunken and what, died. What, what are we? What are we doing this episode? <laughs> I told you, I'm not normal today. I'm a genetic freak. All right, Log. What did you want to talk about? Well, I just was reminded of something. So I bought Mortal Kombat One. Mm-hmm. I'm not allowed. It's out, but I'm not. It's not out. 
So, like, I could play it. Aren't you scared of me in the least? Yeah. Megan Fox <laughs> is there. Um, Good God. I don't know why. But here's the thing is, there's one... Like, I mainly bought it because it, Mortal Kombat games are just fucking stupid. And I wanted to kind of familiarize myself with it because I've never really played one. But um, one thing that I am looking forward to is uh, I saw, like, some of, some of the special, like, kills that you can get. There's fatalities. I don't really care too much about fatalities, except whenever they're, like, stupid. Or, like, the robot guy throws some bombs and it blows up the entire world or something. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Which is in this game, isn't it? But, uh, yeah. But Johnny yeah, that's, Cage that's has good. a special one. Johnny Cage has a special one where if he kills you by punching you in the nuts, a smaller Johnny Cage crawls up on his shoulder and then jumps into the other guy and explodes. Like 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 a, like a miniature Johnny Cage comes out and does a Cyberman, Cyberman shit on his opponent. Is that like the sort of thing that's so rare that it's like it's just like a like a like a big Easter egg? I don't that's know. Like, no, because that's just. I think it's just. I think you just have to like kill them with. Yeah. I think you just have to kill them with like a ex nut punch or something. You know, I think you know, especially with that, and then bringing back the Cyrax blowing up the world thing. I think this Mortal Kombat, the last few Mortal Kombat's, like in their story and just presentation, I think have been very like. For Mortal Kombat, relatively self-serious. I think they're just saying fuck it now and just yeah, like doing little, whatever. There's a little bit more silliness, so I like that. Yeah, um, they they brought back the fatality where you grow big and stomp on the other person. Yeah, Mortal Kombat's always been about yeah. Like my intention is to go on there and to play like the water wizard that just like drops, like makes a whirlpool under the floor and you fall into it and then get popped up in the air. And I want to get the the assist guy that just like puts you in the Heimlich maneuver and then zoops you to the other side of the screen. <laughs> there just... are certain things about Mortal Kombat that I enjoy. Like I played uh, Mortal Kombat Nine, which was like the first like next gen Mortal Kombat they made. I think yeah, because yeah. Eight was like Armageddon or something, right? I don't know something like um, that. The Mortal Kombat Nine they like rebooted it on the new consoles and like retold the original story. I I had that game when I was like in high school and I really liked that. Like I had I it was it was that was a great game to, like, sleep over at a friend's house and just, like, fuck yeah. around with. And I loved it back then. And, like, you know, you're, you're a high schooler. You're doing fatalities. Scorpion is throwing chains, and he's like, get over here, bitch. And it's, like, it's just, you know, it's kick-ass <laughs> time for a high schooler. Yeah. But, like, nowadays nowadays that I, like, am an adult that enjoys fighting games that feel good, um, NRS games make me want to throw up. Uh, like the, I, I, I got, <laughs> I bought gonna, Mortal Kombat 11. I'm not going to anytime soon. I got Mortal Kombat 11, uh, for Ararg for his birthday. And I was, and because he got it, I was like, you know, I'll, I'll buy it too. Maybe I'll play with him. And I like, I went in training mode for like uh, just a few minutes and like, oh, it just, it, the, maybe, maybe Mortal Kombat 1 will feel better, but you know, watching videos doesn't give me much hope yeah, for I'm it. I'm going to be a pioneer. I'm going to explore it for yeah, the rest of my Yeah, I'll have a lot of fun watching you. If Log... I, I'm honestly, I am waiting for your review of it. Like, if you think it, like, I got my good fighting game. Like, my good fighting game for the next, like, three, honestly, like, unless they mess it up. Like, the, my my good fighting game for the next few years is Street Fighter Six. So, I can, I'm willing to play some, you know, some weird, stupid fighting games where I don't try and just fuck around. And if that game is Mortal Kombat 1, sure. Because the other, the thing is, there are things I don't like about Mortal Kombat 1. I think it's kind of corny. Um, I've talked about that before. But the things I do like about Mortal Kombat... Um, Mortal Kombat players are like... 
somehow it's like Madden players, and so people get mad really easily, and it's really funny. I mean, it's it's Mortal Kombat is the normie crowd. It's like yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's the crowd that yeah, it's the crowd that goes and watches uh, Marvel superheroes presents Civil War Avengers Initiative. Street Fighter gets some of that because Street Fighter is like yeah, a very big one, name game. Like people know Street Fighter, game, yeah. but Mortal Kombat is the game where the majority of players are that. Yeah. Like the, well, the majority people, of players are the people that tear up when they see the mural of Yoda saying "Stop Wars." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just. How but they don't want to stop wars because they want to do fatalities on Yoda. If, well, they're they're hypocrites. The wars? They're fucking hypocrites because if Yoda was a guest character in Mortal Kombat, they'd be blowing his head up yeah, and like be, ripping his guts screwing, out every be day. His head off like a cat. Like they'd be. They'd be loving they'd it. Be they'd be like fucking, his head and then drinking him like a cola. I mean, Mortal Kombat One. This game, like, it's getting too realistic. It, Mortal Kombat Two. It's gonna be like scary. It's gonna be X rated. They're gonna be like Sub Zero is gonna be like skull fucking Yoda, and everyone's like, going crazy uh, over it. It's gonna I, be terrible. I uh, I. I'm a self-confessed hater, but even as a hater, I see a lot of people saying that they're having fun with the new Mortal Kombat game. So I'm actually interested. If 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 Log says it's good, I'll I'll pick it up. Fuck it. People we'll had fun it. with Mortal Kombat 11, though. That's the thing is, I th- like uh, a lot of people shit on NRS like animations and stuff, but I feel like a lot of people do like those games. Like no, like I'm I know a lot of people like those games. Like and a lot of people like. Like, 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 not, not even, not even just like game reviewers and stuff. Like, they like it. Like, I remember listening to, uh, before Giant Bomb, like, had its big, like, shift and completely changed. Uh, the Mortal Kombat 11, when that was new, they were all loving that. But then, like, FGC people, they like it. Like, Justin Wong likes Mortal Kombat games. Like, a lot of FGC people are into those. It seems like a, like, an interesting side game, you know? Sajam was an NRS game player first and foremost. That's true. Yeah, people like those games, and like it's just weird. I don't know. I'm not. But anyway, we're get getting it. off base. I have some shit to talk about. People. Yeah, fuck video Go games. Ahead. We spent the entire last week talking about. So, Trog, you, you've talked about this before. I know we've talked about this. You know the drive-through lines where there's two lanes, but people only oh, go is there oh that was is there yeah. that was my grievance that was my grievance like three months ago yeah is that, yeah is that an update so right before we started this podcast i decided i want to go and get you know like a nice iced coffee from somewhere so i picked a place that i'd never gone to and drove over there it's got a drive through line and the drive through line was really long but i as i was moving forward i see like a sign that says you know go it's two lanes this is go to the shortest lane one of them is super long, and one of them's pretty much empty. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just do that business as usual. This is what Texans do. But as I go into the other lane and I pull up to the front of that lane, I realize they fucked up. You can't order from your lane. The, like, there's no like place to talk to the people in, in the individual lanes. You have to merge together at the end and then place your order so it's, like, pointless. And as I'm pulling up, I'm looking at it. And like, okay, well, I can't order here. And I pull up to the end of the lane where they merge, and I see them scrunch up. I see the cars in the other lane. They scrunch up like a Roman phalanx. They're not going <laughs> to let me in. They're not going to let you. And so... What the fuck is happening in Texas? Why is... And so... There's I look anarchy at that and right I, here. And so I look at that, and I say, fuck it. I pull out. I drive not 200 feet up the road to the other coffee shop that has a drive through that is entirely empty, no line at all. I go up there and I get my coffee in like five minutes, and they had croissants on the menu. 
so I got a chocolate Ooh. croissant. So Ooh. let me just Boom, say, oh. all those people in that fucking line for that coffee <laughs> shop that wouldn't let me in, you're nothing. You're, f- Log you're is fucked. Log out for blood. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Treat every, everyone, every Everyone be quiet. Log, just show us your raw croissant emotion. Oh, uh, it's so good. Yes, yeah, sh- yeah, show and, it to mm, us. This is the flavor the of success. Podcast. Fuck yes. I, I, okay, I live in Boston. In Boston, because it's so, like, it's, a, it's an old city. Like, we have, the further out from the city you go, the more drive throughs you see. Like, we, there are, like, fast food places that have drive throughs right? But, like, they're, they're like, like, not every location is guaranteed to have a drive through here. You kind of, like, you know, it's, it's a, like a distance away from the center of the city where you have more space kind of thing. But, like, why... I don't like. I still don't understand why there's two lanes for the drive-through. Well, like, like, whenever you go like, to I a two-lane I... drive-through at like a Whataburger or something, they like they. I mean, whoever put those in there had like uh, some forethought. It's like, okay, you take the orders from two separate lanes and then process the orders as they merge. It doesn't do anything if you can't take orders from both lanes. <laughs> it's true. Dude, to be honest, to be honest, I've seen that fucking format in many different drive-through restaurants. I think the only one that usually gets it right, and the one who did it originally, was Chick Fil A, uh, and everyone else just copies them without thinking about it. Stupid man! Unbelievable. They yeah. think it's smart when it's just like, no, it's not because you don't know how you don't you don't, I don't how to know do it. why people even Chick Fil A. I don't like that they do it, but it at least sort of works there. I don't know why people were out in droves for this coffee either. Like, I don't think it was anything special. Was it? Was it like Starbucks or like? It, no, it wasn't even Starbucks. It was a chain. Was it's it Starbucks. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's Texas. People here are fucking crazy, and like, will just like believe that some chain drive through food is like uh, God's gift to earth and they freak out about it. And like, I have never seen drive through lines as long as they get in Texas. Like they, they uh, it's, it's absurd that, that, that restaurants, restaurants will literally build their parking lots to account for like a three hour long line for the drive through. Like that is how bad it gets here. And I, I don't, I've never seen that anywhere else. Texans are just fucking weird about fast food. No, it's not just Texas. People are just Bro, you don't you haven't seen it. People I've are been just, elsewhere in the world. People it doesn't just, get as bad dude, as here. I think people are just like that for food. Like I think people are just like that in general. It just it it the variety just changes. Cause you know what? Up here in the Northeast, you know what these city slickers, these Yankees are goo goo gaga over? Fucking sweet green. You guys know what that is? That's no, like a, a salad bar. That? It's a salad bar, and it's just salad. Like it's it's nothing like that crazy. It's just salad. But like you like during the weekday, they will have lines like going around the block. People in, gotta in the city. eat. Well, it, but it's <laughs> like it's, like foot traffic lines. Like people yes, just standing yes. in line. Like, okay, no, 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 Bob. That's not the was, same. Bob, that's not the same. Because a I'm foot saying, traffic line, you can leave. A drive-through line, it's generally, true. you co- can't leave. That's true. You you're commit to waiting for three hours. <laughs> they literally like so a lot of dri- a lot of restaurants will build their drive-throughs where like they literally pave the pavement where it's like you're you're in a confined road yeah. lane that you literally can't drive off of. And if they don't, they put cones up to to try and stop yeah. it. Yeah, like, I, I guess in a drive-through, you're like in. 
you know? like if, if I for some fucking reason you know? if I got possessed if I got possessed by a demon and they made me drive into a fucking like Portillo's or Chick-fil-A drive-thru line that was like clearly like at least an hour length of duration and they just put up some cones to try and stop me, I'll fucking run those cones over. If the fucking if the fucking workers come up and try to stop me, I'll run them over too. I'll just fucking like you're not keeping me, you foul beasts. Like I can't stay here. It's kind of a dumb thing because also in Texas, like every person will just drive over will just like drive over the grass or whatever. Like they will drive over the barrier <laughs> if they shit. don't want to be I've never seen that. No, that's just I like have that's seen just that. that's just how it is around here. Like like if there is a lot of like cars I guess like the issue, big fucking raised trucks can do it, but like the the curbs are pretty high. Not all cars can get over that cleanly. Like, I don't know. Like as far as as far as I am familiar with this area, like whenever there's an the issue fuck? I People will just drive off the road to go to the place I've that seen, they want. I see people do that on like highways when there's an accident, but not like not like drive-throughs. There's like not enough room to like turn your wheel to get up the curb. Even most of the time, I don't know. People will find a way. I think people are just stupid about food. Although in although in Texas, in when in a car, it does sound crazier. Here's the thing, though. North Texas, we have everything already. So like, there's a lot of traffic because there's a lot of people. But we have everything already. You should see whenever like a Whataburger opens in fucking Tennessee, because I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, that's when the crazy shit you happens. Have, you've got like, yeah, like you've got like lingering trauma from it. You well, can't no, forget. no. I just, I just see it. I see the chaos as it's occurring. I wouldn't go there. I just like I'm just with my dad, and we drive past it, and it's like a line that's. Just pile. It's like it's like piling up traffic in the road because people want to go to Whataburger for the first time, and they're probably not even going to order an all-time classic. They're going to waste it. Idiots. I uh, a Chick Fil A for context. Chick Fil A for the longest time, um, was not like allowed in Boston. I think pretty much because our mayor didn't like that they were like anti-LGBTQ, basically. Mayor Menino was a real one. Shouts out. May he rest in peace. He he's dead now, but um I'm, Why? I'm pretty sure that's Chick-fil-A the story. took him out. <laughs> the <laughs> oh, Chick-fil-A <yeah>. assassins. <laughs> it's true. Um because after he died, they they we do we now have Chick-fil-A's in the city. But there's a Chick-fil-A in Bo- there's a few Chick-fil-A's in Boston now, and like um when one opened up, I did see a line like go fucking also pretty much around the block for fucking chick-fil-a of all things which is like not that crazy you can get a pretty good chicken sandwich uh anywhere yeah for me personally i'd never feel like a desire to go there like there's no i i had it once when i so when me and scorpio were at the airport in dallas we were like yo because Scorpio was like, because me, I looked at Scorpio and we were like, we had the same idea. It was like, let's get Chick-fil-A because I don't have Chick-fil-A in Boston and he doesn't have Chick-fil-A in Canada or not where he is in Canada, at least. So he's like, let's try it. And we both agreed, like, it is like mid. It's 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 not bad, but it's like, yeah, it's just. So, like, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say there's like a problem. Like, the, the main thing is that, like, no, but no other place serves waffle fries. And those are pretty good. Yeah. But here's the thing. To me, Chick-fil-A is like, 
one of those things that's like the easiest thing in the world to boycott. It's just like how easy it is to uh, not play Blizzard games. <laughs> it's like, oh, to. yeah, yeah. Like, why? What? Like, why? Why would I need to? Why, like, why would I go out of my way to do this? Super easy to boycott. It's the same thing with Chick Fil A. Yeah. Having having tasted it once, I can I can say I I don't think I need to go back. <laughs> but well, uh, I'm the gayest one here, and I actually really like Chick Fil A. So uh, what does that <gasps> say? What? Oh no! What is what does that mean? You're 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 a hypocrite. You're you're spending money on something that literally nah, here, hurts you. Well, at, least, at, least, here's, at, at least you won't install Diablo Four. <laughs> here's how it is. It's because I just imagine every time that I buy a chicken sandwich from it, like it makes them mad. They're like, "Oh, stop being gay at our restaurant." And I nah, say, "No, sorry, Trog. You've got you have to you have to unsuck." Every penis now. No way. It's too late. Those are mine. I'm keeping those. Cough, cough it up, dude. They take your money <laughs> and then they put it into like, like fueling a machine that like zaps gay people. Like, that's how you should. Ah, uh, that's it. fine. <laughs> Anyways, you? I'm stronger than that. I'm. Chick-fil-A's been him. barraging Trog's house with rocket salvos, and he's still eating it. Hey, all I'm saying is, if you're looking for a high-protein pre-gym lunch, Chick-fil-A is not a bad option. To be honest, that's the only, like, that's the only reason that I've eaten Chick-fil-A, is, like, when I've been taking my dieting seriously, and I just need something quick and easy that is just high-protein and, like, not much else. Uh, it's just, just a bunch chicken. of Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets are yep. pretty much just straight chicken chicken blast. And, it, and here's the thing, but... here's the fucked up part. I think it tastes good. I don't think it tastes like See, that's, amazing, <laughs> but it tastes good. I think it's okay. Yeah, I, I don't like. It's not. I terrible. don't understand the craze. Yeah, I don't understand. Are Texans obsessed with it because it's homophobic? Like Maybe. they eat it and they're like, mm, "This tastes Probably. like not liking gay." No, people. I don't think so. I think uh, Texans are obsessed with it because somehow they've cracked the code to the drive-through, and even though the lines get wrapped around the building, it somehow only ever takes like seven minutes to get your food. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, like I said, a, they're the only ones who figure that shit out. Can we stop like talking magic. about food yeah, let's, uh, and drive-throughs? This uh, isn't funny. <laughs> All right, I, you want to talk about... Oh, I, I want to talk about something funny. I have something funny. Yeah. The only way to talk about food that's funny is I was poison.com, which We're I am not doing at, that one, but, oh. but... But there's something so good here. No, come on. We... I, I can have I read a whole, one? You can read one. You can read one. You talk about food? But it's literally one. You get one. Okay, literally one. Yeah, just uh, one. Well, today, hold on. Let's 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 dress it up. Let's. This is. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even going to read the entire thing. Just the first sentence. This is our taste of poison. The new segment, a taste of poison. Today, poison. This is in Oceanside, New York, USA. Today, a sauce, egg, and cheese sandwich at Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Dunkin'. Don't. They invented a sauce. new well. They shouldn't sauce they, egg and cheese. They shouldn't have gone to Dunkin' Donuts. That's not a real restaurant. <laughs> it's the, that's like a fucking mimic Dunkin' Donuts. There's, it's, it's alive. It's a parody. What, what are their symptoms? Oh my fucking god. Okay, so they said sauce egg and cheese, which is just like okay, that's a typo, right? That that, that, that that's a that's typo sausage. for sausage egg and cheese, right? But the the picture they posted is just an empty Dunkin' Donuts wrapper with two empty ketchup packets. So it might have <laughs> just been ketchup, egg, and cheese. Ew. Just... <laughs> That's like special ordered. America runking on Dunkin'. 
<laughs> and I'm not going to read this other one, but I do. Some someone else reported their their poison that t- that put them in the hospital, and along with it, they posted a screen cap of their bank statement, like huh. proving proving that they bought Olive Garden, but also showing like all their Amazon and Expedia payments. Like, uh, okay, not a great idea, but it is a great idea if you like identity theft. All right, that was a taste of poison. That was a taste all of poison. Right. Delicious. All right. Now I have poisons on the menu. I have something rare. I've come to this podcast uh, prepared. I have a I Uh have a topic slash Uh a you know just so this is just something that I want to share with our audience because this is something that me and my husband really like to check up on every once in a while. Okay, Uh, you may have heard of a little a little website called Reddit at some point, and uh, there is a subreddit which is called r slash fantasy writers. And this is a subreddit. Uh, I've heard heard about this. This is a subreddit for people who want to write fantasy novels and are looking mostly for feedback or asking questions. Um, I've collected a handful of threads that I think... uh, I don't even know how we want to tackle this. I'm going to read the threads and we can either maybe help answer them in some way or we can just laugh at it but i think you'll pretty uh, they're they're in like descending order of let's, clarity so let's play it by ear let's play it by ear just 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 a start sure let's see. all right we're gonna start off with one that isn't that's you know maybe a sort of a legitimate question all right this thread is titled how much killing is too little in high fantasy <laughs> <laughs> and th- this is the thread Writing a high fantasy novel right now, and I think it reads well, but I've just noticed that 26 pages in, I have yet to have a single fight or a single person get killed. Not even so much as a fist fight. Any ideas whether this could potentially be a problem when trying to sell it? So... (laughs) How long is this book? Is this going to be like a 40-page book by the end? (laughs) Like, bro, if you're concerned about something not being there by page 26, I don't know. How many kills should I have in my 500-word essay? (laughs) (laughs) So... One kill per paragraph. So so that's sort of the... that's This is maybe one of the more, like, you know, reasonable questions that you might find Uh, on r slash fantasy writers. I will say, I'm sparing everybody here of a lot of the uh controversial posts on this subreddit which all kind of which all seem to kind of boil down to not not all of them but a decent amount of them seem to boil down to how do i write this racist caricature without people calling me racist yeah uh, it's either that or like, or it's either that or like, how do help me come up with unique slurs for orcs? Like, yeah, it's, it's like people, it's very. Um, now, to be fair, those <laughs> are the controversial posts, so it's not like you know that's they they right, are they what well. it says on the tin. They don't do yeah. well. Okay, so that 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 was the first question. So I'm thinking though, like now I'm thinking like how 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 quickly does somebody die in each Discworld novel? Hmm, I've only read one. Are there any And I don't think anybody novels? dies. Yeah, are there any, Yeah, I was just about to ask. Are there like there are this person's aware that there are fantasy novels where like no people die. Cuz like I'm I'm trying to think of like the ones that I've read and usually whenever like I've only read a couple of the Discworld books and I really love them. But I'm thinking like every time I read one there's always like somebody that like gets incinerated by a dragon. Or yeah, that is true. That gets, that gets like 
shot in the head by like an astrologist or something. So I just don't remember how fast it happened. Did has Game of Thrones really just like made everyone think that fantasy needs like killing constantly? Uh I don't think so Probably. much that. Like as as somebody who I wouldn't say frequents this subreddit, but checks up on the posts every once in a while to see if anybody's written anything unhinged. If anything, the thing that has had much more of an impact on people trying to write fantasy is, uh, surprisingly, Avatar The Last Airbender has, like, what? done irreparable damage. Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> every other thread is about, hey guys, check out my novel, it's about kids that get elemental powers. And it's like, <laughs> it's seriously, like, every third thread, every third well, no one... thread is that. Well, like, no to be honest, that sort of that, thing, though, existed, so. like, around the time of, like, and pre-Avatar. Like, that's just, that's just, that's just a very, that's just a very, like, young adult novel thing. It is, it like, is. And the one thing that you'll quickly realize if you read this subreddit is none of these people are ever going to write a book. This is just not going to happen. <laughs> well, if, if for no other reason than half the threads are littered with spelling mistakes, it's oh, like, you, it's not really, you, you... You yeah, kind your of put in... tries to fix those for you, you know. They only got twenty red squiggles. Is a lot of people uh, pages in. putting putting the cart before the horse? I oh I read I scrolled down in in this killing thread, yeah, and I do well, like this, res this response oh, to some this killing he, thread. He he responded and, and said, "I feel like I need someone to get their throat slashed soon, but I don't know if it's too <laughs> late to first introduce that level of violence." <laughs> So. You know, I had some really great plans for this character, but I think I have to slash their throat on page 28. <laughs> no, anyway. I, guess, I guess we are talking about Baldur's Gate again. So, so Will my readers get bored if my book's longer than 40 pages? <laughs> I like, the, the like, oh, the, 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 the page 26 specification, I just can't get over that. That's so funny. I was like, this is a, a wonderful world that I, I'm only aware of because of you and Trevor. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember C Trevor introduced the concept of the lit RPG to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big like, one, too. How the, how the fuck does this exist? Where it's, like, it, it's books where people imagine, where, like, there will be, like, written paragraphs of, like, Benjamin imagined his stats page and it opened up. And it <laughs> yeah. Oh it, it's, kind of, it's kind of like taking, like, the... It's like a combination of like isekai and kind of like that like dot hack, but instead of it being a story which takes place within a game like dot hack, it is just it's just taken for granted. Like it's just if you imagine a stats page, it will open up and you have stats and it's that's just how the world is in the story. It's Ready Player One core. It's like Ready Player One but without the framing device. It's just it's player one. There's no ready. It's just, <laughs> it just goes. Uh, so anyway, I have another thread here. Uh, this one's kind of a different flavor, which I really like, which is somebody who I'm not sure quite understands what makes a book fun to read, I guess. <laughs> just, uh, this one tickles me. J just the title does. Is it good to imply something, but never answer the question? Which... What? I just like that because I, I love the concept of somebody not understanding how mystery works in their novel. <laughs> uh, but there's there's more to this thread. Um, 
So, some context. Dragons in my story never stop growing until they die. The oldest ever recorded has actually become an island continent after its death, and the residents of said island are mining its bones as a valuable resource. Dragons, That's kind of cool. Dragons also gain more words to their name the older they get. Even, <laughs> okay. even the current second oldest only has like three, only has three like every other dragon. But there exists a dragon still living who dwells underneath the tallest mountain in the world. Within the, t- within the tomb of what was once a vast dwarven city. In our universe, this would be Mount Everest. This dragon okay. has... Hey. This dragon has six words. His oh. name... His name is Red Demise Guardian Teacher Knowing Watcher. <laughs> it's so like, why did you it's like Mova Fort <laughs> I think I think the implication that you never answer should be what the actual name of the dragon is uh, yeah, you the, don't need to say the rest of the thread is uninteresting it's basically just him saying like should I tell people how old the dragon is and it's like <laughs> uh, it, but I just I got a kick out of Red Demise Guardian Teacher Knowing Watcher being the name yeah. of like somebody's like, name. I'm gonna need this in the next 15 hours, and if you <laughs> get it to me, I'll give you like 800 coins, 200 XP. Yeah, that's uh. So so that 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 was a fun one. Uh, all right, this one's short and sweet. What do you think about a character made of blood? <laughs> I- <laughs> What, what do you what do y'all like think? X-Men yeah, shit. yeah, what do you think? What, about what, do, you, what do y'all think? My antagonist might be a humanoid figure made of a blood-based magic material <laughs> that can transform to some degree. Might? Like are they like they're like embarrassed to admit it? Nah, he might, he might uh, be. He's kind of made of blood, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and then says, I haven't seen this concept anywhere else. What is your opinion on this? You know, the the thing the thing is, like, now that I'm thinking about it. Why are these people asking? Like, why not? Why don't you just? They do want it? input. Well, yeah, but like, I don't know. You have a sh- like. I know. I know how I think, and whenever I have like a strong idea, I just do it. I don't. I don't. Really well, they're like not ask. as confident like, as you. I don't ask people about like, well, you see, design stuff. Well, they're not confident. Well, you see, I think that's pretty normal. I I, I, I think I understand what's going on here, and that these people. So you you are confident in your ability. Right, where you know, so you seldom ask for feedback because you have good ideas because you've uh, exposed yourself to a lot of good stories and literature. I I think these people haven't. <laughs> I think, I think well, these people. Well, haven't. I think the other difference is that, like I said earlier, I I don't think ninety eight percent of the people making posts on this subreddit have any drive to actually complete that or too. even begin writing a fantasy novel. I think it's more just like. Yo, I came up with a cool dragon. Want to see it? Like, it's mostly stuff like that, you know? <laughs> well, I guess, I guess, yeah, yeah you have a point. Because, like, I'm thinking from the context of me as I am now. But I'm forgetting that teenagers are allowed to post on Reddit. Yes, that is the, that is well, the yeah. other thing. I would say the average age of somebody posting on this is definitely in the late teens maximum. Like, it's probably mostly 16 to 18-year-olds. You you saying like oh I made a cool dragon want to see it yeah it's probably like I would say a majority of the people are like probably never going to like finish and publish a book and they probably know that and it's like uh, like they they like some recognition and some attention for an idea they had yeah. without being able to complete the full thing and I do understand that like yeah. 
Exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. They're all having their fun. It's just some of it's very funny. <laughs> now, what, do you, what do you guys think of a character made of blood? I think it's like, great. We what are your thoughts? Bad, bad fantasy. Bad fantasy idea. Great X Men idea. <laughs> See, any any if there's is there magic in your world? Because if someone shoots them with fire, they'll turn into steam and just go uh, away. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. Would, I mean, maybe that's the weakness. Maybe that's how they. I mean, I guess they don't. Oh wait, no, no, I'm sorry. They do say antagonist. So maybe the protagonist has to figure out, you know, oh, if I just shoot him with fire, he turns into steam, and I. Win. I must master fire magic before the blood man comes. So the other thing about this thread, which is going to be potentially hard to get across in a in a uh, audio medium, unless we want to make this the thumbnail, is uh, they also <laughs> said, "Here's an AI generated image of what I'm thinking." Oh, great. Then confusingly <laughs> posted a link to a Google Docs page with an image embedded in the document instead of just linking the <laughs> image itself, which is very confusing. I'm, but, uh, I'm maybe that should edit be edit access. Maybe that, that should be our thumbnail for this week's is the man made of blood. <laughs> um, is that like, is his head on the ground? I, I think that's just a skeleton. Yeah. Okay, listen, AI art... I, th I think one of the uses for AI generation is, like, to help come up with, like, ideas, like, references and stuff like this, not to use for your final product. So this sort of thing, like, yeah, I get it. I get what they're doing. This is a horrible generation. Yeah. The it, fucking... His, it, is it, he cut in two? I th like... It's only from the shoulders down. There isn't even a head. <laughs> like, it's, it's very... But there's uh, a head behind him well, on there, the floor. Yes, there is a head behind him. Well, the face of the blood man is, is a mystery, you know? Here's the thing. Like, if, you're, if your idea is for, like, a blood man for, a, like, a book that you want to <laughs> maybe write, how does this image help you? Like... It makes you I think know, of you, the blood you, man. You've already had... You've already, like come up with the concept in your mind and apparently you've already like tried to like ha uh think out the justification and implication of like how this person could exist how does the how does the shoulder down view help you well maybe well uh, here's here's a cool idea he has an enchantment cast upon him that makes it so when you approach him you can't look at his face your your eyes glue to the floor you have to glue your eyes are glued to the floor where his head also appears <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you see, Long... None may see my head on my shoulders. <laughs> I will talk to you from the floor. <laughs> well, you see, Long, they are doing the classic, classic method of come up with the idea, get a picture, and then write about the picture. Mm -hmm. I like mean, all for all we know, the picture, the picture could have came first. But here, yeah, well, well, here's the thing. If it's AI generated, you have to write about the picture to make the picture. <laughs> no, that is true. <laughs> no, because no, no, they just typed in fantasy blood man. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now they have their whole head so on the gonna, floor idea. He, he and he's covered in, in twigs. They typed in bl fantasy blood man into the into the into the text field, got that picture, and then they're going to write about it more. He had to do this. How could he ever come have come up with the detail that his right foot is bigger than his left foot? <laughs> yeah, very important. Important character detail. Wouldn't, that's like, that's too creative. No one could think of that. Except AI. Alright, I got a few more threads. Okay. Uh, this one, I, I really like this one as well. This one's got a different vibe as well. Uh, this is a thread titled, How Can a Hero Gain Skills? Hello. What are the ways a hero can gain skills to fight monsters and demons? 
My heroes have some holy weapons with powerful skills, like the ones in games slash anime, but how do they <laughs> unlock the skills? The only one I know is through fighting and leveling up, the most common way. But are there other <laughs> ways to gain skills except leveling up? Thanks in advance. How many Ed games Wait, hold on, I'm not, I'm not done. I'm not done. Edit with about 40 exclamation points. <gasps> Apparently, some of you are either dumb, either blind. The post <laughs> says skills like the one from anime slash manga, meaning powerful sword attacks that slices in all directions. <laughs> spear. Spear that strikes with the power of meteorites, etc. I did not. <laughs> I did not mention anything about real-life skills. It's common sense that you'll get those through practice. Also, the question was, how do you gain them? By leveling up? By meeting certain conditions? By doing a ritual? By doing a forbidden act slash spell, etc.? Man, That's the end of like the post. Rocco, this sounds like a Rocco Bodhi. It's like uh, Flame War Theater. I I literally imagined it yeah, as Mega Sixty Four's Flame War Theater. Like that, that is why I loved Bro. this thread. Is the first half is just like a question and then edit with a million explanation points, and then the dude is just super belligerent all of a sudden, like really <laughs> pissed off. His specification of skills is the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> a sword attack that slices in all directions. A spear attack that uses the, what does. Stabbing with the power of a meteorite even mean? Like, I don't know what that is. It goes really fast and strong, Wayne. Also, I mean, <laughs> what I was saying before, my, my point still stands. Like, he got the idea of leveling up with experience for video games. Have you not played any other video games? Yeah, that's also the other funny thing about this. The other funny thing you is... You find secrets in the world. You 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 solve a fucking dark secret. You read a Necronomicon that gives you unholy knowledge. Like, there's so many things. Th this person has done a, f a great thing, which is where they ask a question and then in the last sentence of their post answer their own question with, like, five different answers. <laughs> like, how does a hero gain skill? By leveling up, by meeting certain conditions, by doing a ritual. Like, to bro, him? you answered the question. To him, he was testing the people there. Like yeah, he knew he, he was he he needed to make sure that everyone else went new before he asked his real I was question. Testing, yeah, I was testing the waters before I started telling you about my blood man and clearly y'all don't y'all aren't y'all aren't good enough to know about my blood man. I was gonna give this idea away, but now you deserve it. Anyway, you, you they, either, they aren't ready for the blood man. You either dumb, you either blind. So you know, <laughs> I think that's I think that's our podcast title name. We aren't ready for the blood man. <laughs> uh, I got. Uh, still got a the, couple the, more. Hold on. The, something I love is that it is exposing these people hardcore. They want to write a book, but they've never read a book. Uh, they're getting all their ideas from video games, but apparently they've also never played video games. This is a 13-year-old that's only played Dragon Quest 2. Yeah, like, I feel like this, this is probably just kind of the natural progression of, like, the RP threads in scattered forums of yore. Yeah. yeah. I, rem I remember those. Like, I remember, like, Basil. I was, I lived those. I made those. I made yeah. the I would I would make RP threads when I was ten called like Army of Darkness Battle RP and Fuck we would yeah. fight the shadows or whatever because I loved Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, but Reddit isn't really like conducive to that kind of right. roleplay. So like you just kind of have to present ideas to people instead. <laughs> Bit of a downgrade. Yeah, but hey, who knows? Maybe that person will write their book about abilities and it'll be a top seller. 
your dream abilities. Well, maybe we can help this person out. I don't know if we could help the blood man or the hero skills guy out, but th- this guy, maybe we can give him some help. This this thread's just titled, Is This Ability Overpowered? Okay, so I need a tiny bit of help here. So I have a character, let's call him Alex, who serves as an antagonist for one of my story arcs, and I wanted him to have a complex but strong ability that can give my characters trouble. So I mm. came up with this ability. How Alex's innate ability works is that he can conjure a large ornamental jar and a spinning wheel of fortune. Both the jar and wheel are made out of his spirit energy. Only he can see these two items unless under the right conditions others can as well. Whenever Alex does a good deed, the jar will fill up with golden energy depending on how good the deed is. will decide on how much is added to the jar. When the jar is full, I'm not done. I'm not done. When the jar is full, Alex is rewarded 10 spins. The spins are stackable which he can use to spin the Wheel of Fortune for a reward. There are thousands of different rewards on the wheel, and each reward has a unique effect either on Alex or the environment. Like, for example, one of the rewards is invincibility for a week. What more can I do with this imbi- with this ability? I feel like this is quite overpowered. This is, this is like Hunter... This is, this is Hunter... What if Hunter Hunter was bad? All right, Togashi, I think... All right, Togashi, I think you got it. I'll expect the next couple chapters of Hunter Hunter soon. All right? <laughs> <laughs> it's for for those of you that don't know, this is literally like what Hunter Hunter powers are like. This, this after is, a this certain is like point. two existing characters from Hunter Hunter put together yeah. practically. Yeah, the fucking like I do think to be honest, the, it's it's laughable. It's a little ridiculous. I think the specific thing that's that's very funny is that no one can see these, but him. It's just <laughs> yes, like, it's... my ability lets me make a jar. Only yeah. I can see. <laughs> I don't, yeah, like, why, why does that, why is that a facet of it? I don't know. I, I, I feel like, like, the only way I can reason about this is this guy came up with the idea for a jar that gets something added to it when somebody does something, but then, like, thought about it and was like, no, that's not interesting enough. Whenever the jar fills up, he has to spin a giant wheel. Now it's interesting. Yeah, it's like, to be honest, there's like, I think the idea of your antagonist having to do good deeds to get their power is kind of, that's kind of like, that's yeah. very funny, first of all. But also that's yeah. that's kind of okay, uh, because then you, then you have the dynamic of like, okay, so they have to hide the fact that they're evil. They have to be very nice for a week, and then they're invulnerable for a week, and then they can kill yeah, that, everyone that sounds, they want. That, honestly, that sounds kind of entertaining, because, like, you've already presented the idea that the spins are stackable. So, okay, so, <laughs> like, you have, you have, like... The, like the benevolent king or whatever that's doing goodness for his people for years and years, just building up spins of his wheel. You're <laughs> too late, hero. And, I have one one hundred spins. And then, and then behind behind the scenes, he's like starting. He's like put, putting the pieces in place for like like something terrible to happen, like summon the demon or whatever. And the heroes go to stop him, but he's thinking like, oh, I. But he, he like he just sits back and laughs. He's like, "Oh, you think I didn't? You think I wasn't ready for 
you to find out my plans, and then the wheel pops up and it says 1,000 spins. <laughs> I also like how specifically whenever the jar is full, he's rewarded 10 spins. Like, that's like, <laughs> that's, what, like yeah, why why that many at once? Wait, yeah, 10 spins, and then one of the options is invincibility for a well, week? Well, there's a thousand different rewards. Oh, yeah, that's Invincibility true. for a week is so funny. That's, <laughs> that's like... <laughs> That that's right next to invincibility so for a week is is free beef for a week. Like it's it's <laughs> yo no the power oh my god if this was like fucking like one piece the or, or hunter hunter the power it's golden week like that's you got the name right there okay to be honest here's my genuine thoughts about this you have some half decent ideas all the powers have to be for a week maybe remove the one that makes them invulnerable for a week um. Kill the jar. Why is it an yeah, ornamental jar? jar? That has also. nothing to do with the Wheel of Fortune. Make it like, I don't know, the Golden Energy forms a hammer, and when the hammer's complete, he can, like, strongman hit something that spins the wheel. Like, I, I make it carnival-themed. Like I think the jar well, adds... It's a, so... I mean, I, I, I like, like it too, but it just doesn't make any sense. I like the jar because the jar adds, like, a sense of, like, mystery. Like, maybe whenever you first meet this character, they they get a glimpse of the magic jar... Because everyone should be able to see the jar. That, they, the, the jar should be visible to the everyone. Jar and they're like, whoa, what is the jar? And then like the jar gets full and they're like, oh no, what's going to happen? But then they don't get to see what happens because a giant invisible wheel shows up and they don't get to see that. So <laughs> okay, it the, adds a bit hey, of mystery. Hey, I've, come, I've come around. You, This person, this person actually needs to write out their story. I want to read it. If, the that's, fucking... if that's the antagonist, what does the protagonist have? When the fucking when the jar's full, he has to like pick it up two handed and like drink the energy to get. He's got to drink it. Yeah, he's got. But drink but the most jar. people can't see it. Only he can mm-hmm. see it unless under and the right also, conditions. And here's 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 the challenge. Here's the challenge. He has to chug it all. If he fails, he has to do his deeds again. So in his in his downtime, he has to practice chugging. This is Badlands uh, chugs, yeah, by the this way. Is like, oh, <laughs> this now is, it all makes sense. <laughs> Wow. You, 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 the, the heroes and the heroes are like, all right, we completed our quest. We call the goblins. Let's report back to the king. And they walk into the room and they catch him mid chug and it scares him and it makes him go, Bleh! and he coughs some of the golden energy out. And he's like, you just cost me my spins. And then he has, they have to fight him normally. <laughs> he doesn't talk. have his abilities. Enough, Enough talk. talk. Enough talk. Batlands Chug's fight theme starts playing. So, anyway. No, I just in case anybody listening here has any ideas, I don't. Nobody should steal this. This guy is the only whoever wrote this thread is the only one <laughs> yeah. who should be allowed. You're to not use allowed this to idea. have this idea. No, oh, find he, out his Venmo, find out his Cash App, and fund the book. Give him yes, some money. Exactly. Um, and so I have one last thread, and I've I've shown this one to you guys before, but this is just something I have to share with the world. This is maybe my favorite thread on Reddit. Uh This is a thread called is killing gnomes too cruel. (laughs) Uh, Also T just T O not T O O is killing gnomes too cruel. Yes. I know how this sounds. So I have these creatures in my story that are similar to gnomes. They are one, one half to two, one half feet tall. They use, (laughs) they use guns and slings and can kill humans. (laughs) 
So I have a chase scene where my MC and another gnome character use firearms to kill a group of five gnomes who are trying to kill them. There are depictions of blood and gore in the scene. My question is, is it too cruel to kill creatures that are so small? Would it sound harsh? Thanks for any comments. <laughs> Am I wrong? Hold on, is there more? Yes, there is more. That this is, is the, the thread about... There's a term I'll, that I yeah, remember I'll, from this, I'll get but I won't to spoil. That. I'll get to that. So, anyway, so is killing gnomes too cool? I, I, I that like, is the thread. I like that that's his question. I like that that's the title. Like, that's the question. But then, he, they're not gnomes. They're gnome-like. They're gnome- <laughs> there like are creatures part. in his story that are similar to gnomes. Yeah, similar. Is it cruel to kill <laughs> something so small? I'm just, keep, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just keep thinking back to Baldur's Gate 3, where, like, gnomes get blown up or kicked into lava or whatever, like, Constantly. Constantly. There, did you know? I, I don't know where in the game this appears, but I saw a screen cap of this. You can get a bow that does extra damage to gnomes only. It's a what? racist bow. Dude, what yeah. the hell? Gnomes get <laughs> fucked. Okay, gnomes and dwarves and Baldur's Gate... Not to divert, but they get fucked over so much. There isn't even a party member that is a gnome or a dwarf. Like, they just get totally <laughs> sidelined in in its entirety for some reason. It's weird. Yeah, uh, and, like, the dwarves are really cool, too. Yeah, I, I don't know I why think, they I didn't think do there's, I think there's a dwarf hireling, maybe? Did I, you, I, I didn't know this. Did you know the hirelings are preset characters? Oh no! I did. I thought. I, yeah, I thought you could just make the hirelings. Them. The hirelings are twelve named characters that you can pick from. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, I figured it's really that it was odd. just I, another create a character. But it's 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 a bizarre system. I I I hadn't interacted with it at all, so I looked at the the wiki page for it. All the comments are people pissed that it's the way that it is. <laughs> uh, anyways, back on top. So that that's the thread. Now, is that funny? Yes, but I haven't even gotten to the part which cements this thread as my favorite reddit thread of all time because there is a response from the world's i'm just gonna call them the smartest writer of all time <laughs> here's a, here's what they have to say about this about about is killing gnomes too cruel their response no not at all the gnomes in my world are geniuses and can rip apart creatures <laughs> and people four times the size of them and if a species has guns <laughs> let's be real they're a lethal threat in a fantasy world, you protect yourself <laughs> or die in their place instead. I'm also assuming your gnomes have a possible ability to use magic. My gnomes can create insanity bullets and use them fairly often <laughs> on criminals. <laughs> That's what I remembered. Oh, I, in my mind, in my memory, they were chaos bullets. I, it's insanity, insanity bullets. bullets. <laughs> I was... I'm just going to read that again. My gnomes can create insanity bullets and use them fairly often on criminals. Dude, these gnomes are sick. Use them fairly often? To explain why I stated that, gnomes can be friendly and loving, but with intelligence can sometimes bring a coldness to people, which is what I did to my gnomes. <laughs> they may help others, but that's because they see them as helpless animal and children. What And what you do to a wild animal who bit your hand, you kill it. So it could be simply adding context. So if you feel that it's kind of rough, then make your gnomes a little darker like I have, smiley face. If you're trying to, if you, if you see a poor wild dog that needs some help and it's scared of you and it's, its instinctual reaction is to bite you, you just kill it. 
then you and there. You just kill it. You shoot it, shoot it you with your kill it there. You, 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 you use your genius ability and rip it to shreds, or use your insanity bullets often. There's, yeah, create, create your insanity bullets right then and there. There's just so Don't much. Don't me. I must create my insanity bullets. So much to appreciate. The insanity bullets, and by the way, in, insanity bullets is capitalized like a proper noun, so, you know, it might as well Name be brand. trademarked. Also, oh my God. gnomes in my world are geniuses and can rip apart they're creatures geniuses. and people four times the size of them. Uh, those two so things, smart. they live in my head rent-free. I think about insanity bullets all the time. You know, we have insanity bullets in real life, but we call them hollow points. Uh, also, somebody else in response uh, to this question just says, give them Cockney accents and cigars. So you can also do that. <laughs> then the killing will be justified. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that oh, that it's okay. They had he had a Cockney accent and a cigar in his mouth. Yeah. Are you guys are you, you guys enlisting him. in the military? They said the Middle East has insanity bullets. I need to stop that. <laughs> So that was just a little exploration of uh, some highlights of of my time on on r slash fantasy writers. You know, it's unfortunate that these people will never write a book. <laughs> no, no shade to the people who hey, who post in this. Never subreddit. say never. It's true. I think a lot of them might not, but some will. And I, I hope, hope the Insanity Bullets book comes out because I will <laughs> buy it. I hope. I hope the guy with the the ornamental jar and the wheel yeah we need there. that we need them hey, to Tron. link up we need the insanity bullets gnome guy and the magic jar spin the wheel guy trug trug work together here we well, here's what we should do click on their name for the for the person who posted about insanity bullets the person who posted about the jar and mm-hmm. bookmark their user page yeah we should check them and see if they ever because if they actually finish their book and put it out in a place that's available they're going to post about it somewhere that's like true. there's no way they won't advertise it i would genuinely buy and read the insanity bullets book like yeah i want i want to see that person's book so bad no- i want to learn more about these gnomes that can rip a foot <laughs> Rip things apart, like with their mind or with their hands. Like they, they're just they rip them to shreds in oh, any we way. Should, we should, we should interview him and like ask him <laughs> about insanity bullets and stuff. So what? What is the grimmest effect of an insanity bullet? Yeah, impact? what what happens if you get shot with an? In- <laughs> is it a bullet that makes you insane or a bullet made out of the concept of insanity? I bet. I I literally I think those are two good guesses. Whatever they do to you, I am sure we can't even fathom. Like <laughs> it makes it yeah. makes a jar fill and a giant wheel spin. Yeah, it's like <laughs> turned into blood. We could never know. It sends one fifth of their soul to heaven. <laughs> yes, if you get shot five times, you die permanently. You cannot be brought back to life. Kind kind of inefficient. Yeah, my insanity <laughs> bullets right. will send you to heaven. Five is all it takes. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you guys enjoyed. We should we should write a book where every single piece of lore and plot point is plagiarized <laughs> from these plagiarized from, from like just an amalgamation of everything. Yeah, yeah. Nah, that wouldn't be fair to them. They got they yeah, but it'd be funny. Chance. I want to see gnomes versus the blood man. I want to see who can oh, who wins. Shit. I want to see. I want to see gnomes from the first, the cruel gnome killer universe to the insanity bullets universe. Who would win? 
ab- absolutely insanity bullets, but there would be depictions of blood and gore in the fight, and it would happen before page twenty six. Yeah, it would be true. it would be a great. <laughs> that that is still the one that confuses me the most. Like what? Like what do you mean? You like like what? What do you mean? It's like, someone who doesn't understand why someone reads a book. That's yeah. like that's just all it is. <laughs> They're thinking about it like a shonen anime or something. Like that is, I will say, that is uh, most of the threads on here are thinking about it in a shonen anime sort of way. That is a uh, yeah. very common. It's 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 and it's shonen and Avatar: The Last Airbender the whole way down. Like that's that's it. That's the only inspirations. All right. I think everyone, do you trust me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah! The chains are broken. What's Unto okay? me, emails. I have my gun loaded with insanity bullets in case you get too rowdy. Do you have five? Yeah, I've got. I got ten, just in case I need to okay. kill you twice. Right. You might miss some. I yeah. move pretty fast. Uh, uh- <laughs> Since you busted out, I'm imagining your... my stats page. I have 30 speed, oh, so fuck. get ready. Uh, <laughs> since, since you busted out of your restraints, do you want to tell people where to where to send their emails to? <laughs> I didn't just break the chains. The wall came down behind me, and I scream out into the world. If you want to ask us a question, email us at podcast at radiotv.solutions. Yep. <laughs> And I got some. I'm a genius. I got some right here. Our first. My gnomes are always saying I'm a genius (laughs) before they kill people. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, no joke. That is no joke. That is something we should steal. I love the idea of someone like running up to someone with a gun and going like, "I'm a genius," and then just pulling the trigger. <laughs> well, lucky for you, none of them said that. So that was that was just a, a oh, that was yeah, just a an, that we were inspired by genius yeah. gnomes that can rip you apart. <laughs> I love the ideas. And anyone saying anything weird and then shooting another character is great. Like I'm a genius. I'm a genius. <laughs> All right. Our first email is, uh, this isn't a weird email, uh, but I, I'll, I'll read it because it did make me chuckle. This one comes from uh, listener Glossy Galaxy. They say, help, uh, the title is, help the fucking weather, whether weather spelled <laughs> W-E-A-T-H-W-R. Um, if you're wondering why they misspelled everything, uh, here's why. God save my soul, bro. I'm outside of Taco Bell right now because I just wanted to try their new stupid rolled chicken tacos. And I'm in the motherfucking world's worst storm. It's raining so hard. (laughs) The wind is rocking my car and hail is hitting my roof so loud. Please, (laughs) please save me, podcast. I'm scared. The only comfort I have is the most recent episode of the world's most beautiful podcast. Oh, thank you. We are pretty. Yeah, and I know. I know how that feels. I think. I think. I think we're all familiar with that feeling. Texas. Has Those rolled chicken light. tacos are pretty good. Yeah, yummy, yum. <laughs> that's, like, that's like that's like that's like the one seasonal Taco Bell item that I give a shit about these days. They are kind of just taquitos. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, you can't get taquitos at a drive-thru anywhere else. I mean, maybe like Jack in the Box, but I don't trust Jack in the Box. But I guess I don't really trust Taco Bell either, but a little (laughs) bit more. You know, you know, what's funny is I got uh, last last week um, on Friday. I are you going to talk about the fucking cinnamon twists again? Yeah, I went to Taco Bell and I got I got the taquitos. I got the the rolled chicken things. And like in the distance, I was I saw like lightning. In the distance, it hadn't started raining. It's like, oh, <laughs> the lightning turned your cinnamon to a strawberry. Yeah, there was, a, there was like there was like an electric there's like an electric reaction. It's like Little Shop of Horrors, where the green lightning bolt turns the plant into the alien. But anyways, it's funny because I got home and I started eating those, and I was telling you about my strawberry cinnamon twist. And meanwhile, like one of the heaviest storms that we've had in a while was like bearing down, and it like took out. Uh, like it took out my grandma's power. Like he was just, like knocking trees down everywhere. Dang, uh, this is the price to pay for your strawberry flavor. Yeah, for real. So yeah, I I know that feeling, but I but I made it home just in time. That sounds like an ad for something in the from the nineties. Like lightning hits your cinnamon twist, and that's why <laughs> yeah, and they flavor. get turned into something else. Yeah, I do love. I do love like. I mean, I know why they did it, because it's just it's just a silly thing to do. But I love, like, I hope whoever sent this email in genuinely was fearful in this store and was like, I know who can help me. And they started emailing us, like, <laughs> despite the fact that we cannot respond to this for usually, like, three weeks, because yeah. we only do the podcast once well, per month. whenever you get this message, just stay calm. It's going to be okay. Just keep your windows rolled up. They're still in it. Yeah. Still in the drive. Well, I'm, I mean, what other advice am I supposed to give in this situation? I have to assume they're still there. Yeah, luckily you have plenty of food. You have you have to use a Texas Escape and drive over the green hills to get out. Uh, they do have a question for us. They want to know about oh. uh, some what are what are extreme weather stories or something. Or something. Um, a lot. I, I, I'll talk about the or something. One. I'll just talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I pick the or something. <laughs> this is, hey, hey, podcast, love podcast. Can you talk about anything? Can you <laughs> just just talk? Yeah, can do an extreme weather story. Hmm. I think. Imagine a kid who lived in a country that was mostly hot all year, had never seen snow before, and you moved to Boston, Massachusetts, in the winter. And one of the first things you see is not just snow, but a blizzard. That's that's what I moved to Boston in. It was wild. It's funny that I, I mean, it's I I had experienced snow before, but moving to moving to Texas was like to to be honest, like the first few days of my move to Texas were like kind of dreamlike. It was really weird. Like the the like moving moving here to a place that is supposed to be like you know much warmer and not uh yeah. snowy to like literally i get i get here the night of and my pipes are frozen and then i wake up and it's like literally the entire town is like it looked like the fucking the day after tomorrow or whatever that fucking movie's called <laughs> like yeah. it was like literally the the city the city was a sheet of ice and snow and it was dead no one was out and about yeah, because you like got, you got here on the weekend of like the worst winter storm Texas has had in 
decades. Yep. Trog, Trog shows up my house and is reaching out his hand like, you have to come with me. And I'm like, I just woke up. I don't even know what's happening. I'm in an empty house with nothing but an air mattress and boxes. I'm just like, uh, uh. actually, the first thing that happened was I woke up and I went to go uh, check on my bird and I hit my head on oh, a glass yeah. fixture and <laughs> shattered all. Oh, yeah. Like, I have a very low hanging like chandelier yeah, like that's supposed to go low. over a table and I didn't have a table yet and I didn't know it was there. So I walked up to the bird and like didn't realize what was happening because I was half asleep and I just hit my head directly on it. And all three of the ceramic fixtures around the lights are not fastened. They were just resting on it and they all exploded on the ground like fucking classic. That was I forgot the, about the, that. The first the first week of my time in Texas was fucking wild. Yeah. It, was, it was like not normal. We lived. We were. We were holed up at Trog's house for like a it week. A week. Yeah, and when we like finally could week. leave, we ate the we ate the weirdest burgers in the world. Yeah, that were just like the that biggest, place no longer exists. Sweetest it's burgers. Closed. Yeah, for good reason. So, those, those things sucked. They were such like an insane week. They were like incorrect, incorrect burgers. Yeah. A, an affront to God and man. Yeah, that's kind of my story too. To be honest, that's the craziest weather that we've had around here for like. Literally, ever since I've been born here. So, all right, yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Stay safe, uh, but maybe expose your your roll chicken tacos to the elements. It might like. I hope you get out of that drive-through. It, it might give it might give them like an affinity. Like it's a, yeah, it might you know, it might like corrupt them. You might get like a a rare variant. There's a special gravy in them now. Yeah. We got an email from someone who wants to be no- say, uh, I guess they didn't leave a name, but I'll call them JWJ. Uh, drinks story and question. John Wilkes Juice. <laughs> Hello, Radio uh, Solution. <laughs> Hello, Radio TV Solutions crew. When I was younger, me and my brother would always try to come up with the next big thing that would make the most money. One day, I suggested <laughs> a drink that had quote every flavor. My idea, <laughs> Dr. Pepper. <laughs> that's that's what Dr. Pepper is to Balp. My 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 idea was that even if the drink had something you didn't like, there would be enough flavors that you didn't like. <laughs> oh my for god! It to <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't like poop flavor, Incredible but I do like cinnamon. Logic. Incredible logic. <laughs> I like that. I like that logic because the inverse of that is true. For every flavor you like, there's infinite flavors that you don't. Like. I guess. Yeah, there's so. like poop and rot and black mold, like everything. But, but there's blueberry. But cupcake so. and donut yeah. flavor. Uh, Pistachio. He, he called me stupid and I cried for an hour. <laughs> sorry I'm for guessing, laughing. I'm guessing you were. This kids. happened to you like a few days ago. I'm so sorry. I'm guessing you were kids. No, this happened a few days ago. So my question, I do, is- I like, I, I really like the idea. It's like, oh, we constantly are trying to make up, come up with an idea that would make us the most money. But then your idea is like something impossible. So like, fuck it, let's make a genie's lamp and we'll sell it. Like, <laughs> you, you can, you think you're a, a drink that tastes like everything. You think it's too small. You know, that's that that is a Carl Pilkington type thing. Yeah, like, I just think <laughs> yeah. I, like I remember one of his bits on that show was him saying that he had an idea for a patent for a watch that could tell you when you die. (laughs) (laughs) And and like the next, the next 10 minutes were just like 
Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant grilling him, asking him, all right, well, how does it work? How does the watch tell you when you die? And he I made a movie says, about that. He's, well, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just have I just have the idea for the watch. I, I don't know how it, <laughs> how it works. Dude, oh, he's I love Carl Pilkington. Yeah, I need to rewatch that show. It's been a while. <laughs> that dude is so fucking good. But yeah, you know that actually that made me think about like an article I read. Uh, I guess a while ago at this point is how there was like a there's like a university that came up with um like these chopsticks that were connected to an electric current that could make unsalted food taste salty. Huh. Oh yeah. Oh, I just like, know exactly what you I don't know why about. I don't know why you need that, but it's a neat idea. It was to reduce your sodium intake. Oh. oh. But uh that that makes me think like can we I mean like right now the way things are like you can't be using electric charges on like a can of soda. But I wonder if that's something that we could do with, like, um, just drink containers, like permanent drink containers that can, like, have, like, a small electric current that could affect the flavor of what you put in it. Well, the thing is, it would make – the same thing would happen where it make your food t- – it make your drink salty. No, I mean, it doesn't have to be just salt. Okay, so you're you're thinking, like, a little more fanciful. Yeah, like, maybe we can have it taste sweet. I don't know. That would be a crazy invention. Like anything you put in this bottle tastes sweeter. I think. I don't know if I want to introduce liquid and electricity close to my mouth. <laughs> hey, if you're using the fucking electric chopsticks, when you go to take the bite, aren't you gonna? Don't you get a shock on your tongue? Too? I would not <laughs> use you. the electric chopsticks either. So well, no, I don't. I would. I don't think you have to make a current that's that strong, dude. I'm gonna get those chopsticks and I'm gonna grab you and make you salty. <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna just make everybody salty <laughs> they did have a question by the way which is right. uh so my question for you is if you had the opportunity to make any type of flavored drink what flavors would you use thank you for the podcast they helped me with my days at work immensely thank you uh mm. i know exa- it, it i am People are people are gonna call me dumb, but I no. know exactly what I want. At the Coke Freestyle machines, one of the options is you can add like an orangey syrup to your Coke, and it makes it orange flavored. They need to just sell orange Coke regular because they have like cherry Coke, like like cherry vanilla. I want orange. Give me orange. That is like legitimately so good. That's my drink. That sounds good. Like an orange, not an orange soda. I actually don't like orange sodas that much. But like an orange with like a cola flavor, that's that's when it's good. See, I don't know. I don't need new drinks. You don't need like, drinks. I'm, I'm kinda covered. I have like everything that I would want. Alright, well All th- I want I all I want is I want Cafe Americano on tap in every location. That would be kind of hard to like would it like hot or cold? Cold. I guess. I guess that could be possible. Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah, that's what I want. Put that in your freestyle machine. Uh, uh, I don't really want this company poop flavor. We go bankrupt. The end. Uh, well, I uh, you guys know in Super Mario sixty four, you guys know Hazy Maze Cave. 
Yeah. You want to drink the portal? I want to drink the portal. What do you think? Yeah, that a bottle tastes of the like? portal. Honestly, to be like to mercury. be honest, if someone could make yeah, if someone could make a drink that like looks and feels like mercury but won't kill you, that would be dope. <laughs> that would that that is that is like some sci-fi shit. I like yeah, that. Like, I like that. If it, if it could turn your mouth and teeth chrome, that would be pretty fun. But does it hurt you? Yeah. So that's what I want. Give me the Hazy Maze Cave. Like, I could, we could get, like, a sponsorship with Nintendo, get the official, like, Mario branding on there. The Hazy Maze Cave. (laughs) If anyone could do it, Nintendo could. (laughs) Yeah. This email comes from Nadia. Hi, I was listening to the most recent episode of the podcast and reached the segment about Batlands Chugs and Ozzy Osbourne with genetic resistances to various substances. I forgot about that. it reminded me... And it reminded me of my brother, who happens to have the same IRL first name as Wayne, almost about the same age, too, huh? Who has a bizarre genetic quirk that makes him highly resistant to most drugs. Whoa. That's crazy. We learned this when he was hospitalized for appendicitis a few years ago, and he had to have surgery to drain his appendix... The morphine they gave him during the operation did not work on him. Uh, Why are we reading this email? He had to have the surgery done with no anesthetic. No one else in my family has this trait. We both have to get our wisdom teeth removed soon, so that's going to be probably very unfun for him. Thanks for making such a great podcast. Wow. Well, why don't they just give him like, why don't they just give him like elephant doses? I think they need, like, secret CIA-level drugs. Maybe that'll, like, still... Like, he's resistant to the effects, but they'll still kill him. Like, if it gets too high. (laughs) That... Man, that's, like, the the worst kind. That's, like... You've got, like, a Halo energy shield instead of (laughs) a immune system. Right. If it goes down all the way, you just... They they give you a certain amount of morphine, and you're... And then one more drop, and you go... You're, like... And you go, oh... Oh. Sorry for talking yeah. about your brother dying. Taking the lead. <laughs> <laughs> the Game the lead. Slayer. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm Morphe. sorry, your brother. Well, thank you for sharing because that is a very interesting thing. To I am talk. so sorry about laughing about your brother dying. Uh, it's okay. We don't know him. There. Yeah, there, this is there, an imaginary guy. It's imaginary. They made. They made this. This email's lying. They made this guy up. Yeah, it's not, not real. <laughs> well, thank you for being a fan. I'm sorry your brother is, like, so unlucky to have this, like, resistance. Like, of all the things, it's like, damn, this is like, what? this sucks. I'm sorry. How can, like, how can you leverage this? How can you spin this in a positive manner? What What do you mean? Like, I don't it doesn't... know, like, is there any, like, what advantages can you derive from this? There's gotta be something. He could take all the Tylenol he wants. Well, that's not an advantage. No, uh, he yeah. could. Like, that, he could. Yeah, he could, he could take like, down. He he could take down evil poison based villains very easily. Yeah, heroin man is gonna get fucked up by this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he can pick up the fentanyl for the cops. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. You know, like I don't. Maybe I can touch up. any fentanyl, and I won't <laughs> die. Maybe he'd be the perfect secret agent because, like, wow. he would he would not fall victim to any of the Bond villain tricks of like putting a drug in a glass of wine or anything. It would do nothing. Just, to him. Just... Like, like he he would go to trade the relic to the the guy in the Hong Kong uh, club, and 
They'll say, oh, here's the antidote for the poison you just drunk. And you'll say, no thanks, I'm already full. And then just, like, go out gun yeah. I was thinking that that was similar to my thought, which is it's too bad that you weren't born like hundreds of years ago, back whenever there were official tasters for kings, you know, where they'd have to he'd get have, every, have all but their he'd get food. every king killed because he'd think every <laughs> no, wine no, no, is because, fine. He wouldn't know if there's no, poison because, in it <laughs> because he, he can he can taste it. He can sense it, but it's just not something that affects him. So he can eat the chicken leg and taste the poison and be like, King, you don't want to eat this. This is but, poison. But he just has a resistance. I feel like usually the, they couldn't, the tasters couldn't taste the poison. The whole point is that they drink it and be like, this wine's delicious. Then they die because they're, you're not supposed to taste the poison. If the, if you could taste the poison, then the king would just sip the wine okay, and well spit then, it out. All right, then, then let me spin it around. Instead, he works as an anti-food taster that gets hired by the opposing kingdoms, <laughs> right? So you, oh, you yeah, had, so like, because, because then he can't taste the poison food. So the king gets poisoned, even though it looked like that there was no poison. And wow. then, and then, because the because the taster didn't die from the poison, and he was totally fine, they'll be like, "Oh, he died of old age." Yeah, he he must have his head just did that. Oh, uh, the the king has passed of old age after having a fine raspberry wine at the age of twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think. There's a modern way to spin it. I think your brother... Yeah, it just sucks. I'm sorry. Hopefully he lives a very healthy, surgery-free life after getting his wisdom teeth taken out. That sounds intense, because they knocked me the fuck out when they took out my wisdom teeth. Yeah, honestly, maybe they... I think the solution might literally be, like, club you over the head. (laughs) Like, I think they might have to knock your brother out for the wisdom teeth thing. Ugh, I don't know, but hopefully, hopefully they don't have to get any I hope, surgery. I, really, my hope, my hope, the the, the fact is, is a, a, a surgery free life is that's a. I mean, it's like people do have that, but it, that, that's a, that's hard to avoid. Uh, yeah, I mean, you. I hope. Surgery, I hope they you know? just figure out a way to put your brother under. Yeah. Like that's that's my hope. Yeah, maybe there's like some sleep drug or. Something. Yeah, I don't know. there's all just like you know ether or whatever. There's only like an eighty percent chance of brain damage. It's probably okay. And yeah, there would have been a time if your brother was like born in warrior times. They, they would have been revered, like you, because really, what this means is that your body is fucking strong. Like your body won't let shit happen to it. But that's we don't want that in the twenty first yeah. century. Yeah, like if if a disease enters the system, will it just get destroyed immediately? Like. I, I, no, I, don't I think know, it, it, I, I don't think it's a well. Okay, it's not a resistance to disease; it's a resistance to drugs. So, like, it drugs yeah, are mean, like, the disease, man. I mean, like, if you're resisting it in your system, then certainly there's like a part of your your body that's like fighting uh, the effects of the. I don't know how it drug. works. I I don't know how it works. Maybe. Hey, if you're listening to this, give give us more details. Your your brother is a, interesting. <laughs> How much crack can he smoke <laughs> and feel normal? I found a Steam game for, it was a VR chat knockoff, and the trailer was just like, have fun with your friends, run around in cool environments, smoke crack at parties. I, I <laughs> saw that you sent me that one. That was real good. But then but then after that, it showed them, like, like platforming at fast speeds in VR on, like, a waterfall thing. Yeah, that looked kind of cool. Like it was weird. Crack? We're Dude, really if, if, I, if smoking simulator. crack would let me do, like, CSS surfing in real life, I'd try it. <laughs> right. Yeah, me too, probably. Okay. 
Last question of the show. Uh, this one is titled High School Pep Talk Gone Wrong. This one's from Mac from Ohio. Yo, shout out. I'll start backwards. They say, P.S. Shout out to my friend Dan who introduced me to the Radio TV Solutions crew. Shout out to Dan. Thank you, Mac, for the email. Hope you're doing good in Ohio. Hello, RTVS crew. I was, I was listening to some podcast episodes at work today when I remembered a horribly awkward story from my senior year, and I thought it'd make a good email to send. During my senior year of high school, we had a speaker come in to try and sell us class rings and hype us up for life after high school. He told us a story that follows as such. When he graduated high school, he became a lifeguard at a popular theme park. One day, he saved a young girl from drowning, or sorry, not a girl, a young child from drowning, and as he sat in his apartment that night, he pondered if the stress of his job was worth it. Then, out of nowhere, a care package from his mom was delivered. Inside was his class ring, which had a lifeguarding symbol on it, and seeing that ring reminded him why he always wanted to be a lifeguard to save lives. Once he finished the obviously fake story, he looked at all of us, expecting cheers and applause. However, the room was dead silent. None of us moved, and after a few moments, one of the teachers started pity clapping, along with a handful of students. Never in my life had I witnessed a more agonizingly embarrassing moment on stage. So I wonder... So I was wondering... If any of you had witnessed or experienced an embarrassing stage moment. I, I got to be honest, whenever, Bob, whenever you were like reading this story, uh, like the, the story within the story, like I, I like I started to zone out. I feel like I was like watching a, a TikTok with like Minecraft in the background and a text to speech <laughs> voice just like rattling off some some nonsense story. I, I felt myself <laughs> dissociating. This is the story of the man who wanted to be a lifeguard. I mean, the it, I mean that, that adds credence to the story that they just made some shit up. Because number one, if they wanted to be a lifeguard, why aren't they still a lifeguard? They're selling... Yeah, now they're selling class, class rings. rings to high schoolers. Because he, be, he became the best lifeguard. He's done. He saved, he 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 saved mastered everyone. It. He, he mastered it. it. <laughs> I don't know. Class rings are like... I can see how if you, I can see how like a like a few decades ago where like college was not expected out of people, like most people did not go to college. I can see how getting a class ring, like high school is like that's it, that's the end of your education. So you know, getting a class ring, that's a cool way to remember things. You know, that it's a cool way to mark your accomplishment of getting through high school. Um, but nowadays, where a lot of people go to college, a lot of people go to college. And even if you don't go to college, it's like, yeah, there's, like, so much more to life. Uh, getting a class ring is, like, dumb. I thought it was dumb. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't get one. Not they were just school. expensive. I, yeah, I, I'm not a ring guy. I don't, I don't wear rings. Yeah, they were also expensive for, like, high school. Like, uh, I knew I was going to college. I didn't want a high school ring. I'm trying to think if, for an answer to the actual question, which is, have you ever watched somebody bomb really hard? Uh, I have uh, been both the person who has been very awkward 
and also seen people be very awkward. Uh, I remember, uh, some, I remember when I was in high school, I was, I was like going to class and then like the bell rang. So like everyone was already getting settled into the, the, into like, you know, class was about to start. So we were all sitting down. The teacher wasn't in the room yet for some reason. I don't know why, but who cares? And this girl barges in and like starts screaming at someone yelling something i guess the story was that like the kid was lying and telling people that she was his girlfriend or some stupid high school drama like that and that was pretty fucking awkward because no one knew how to react and including the teacher that wandered in midway and was like hey you gotta leave this classroom that was kind (laughs) of awkward that is pretty awkward. Hey, um... Wait, what? Oh my god. What is that in the sky? <gasps> no! A UFO! Was that... What? What was that? I don't know how to re- I don't what? even- I don't even know how to react to that. Why I don't know what- 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 why'd that happen? <laughs> <laughs>